Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hey, Jordan Harbinger here. Subscribe to the only show that will show you how to apply the world's greatest ideas from the most striking minds. After presenting more than a thousand interviews, I couldn't be more compelled to introduce you to the Jordan Harbinger Show. We've got spies and CEOs, athletes and authors from Kobe Bryant to Malcolm Gladwell, Tony Hawk and Howie Mandel to the chairman of Google, founders of LinkedIn and Instagram, antiquities smugglers, con men, brilliant scientists, national heroes, and even the head of the CIA. Listed as Apple's best of 2018 and countless other awards that, let's be honest, you probably don't care about right now. So come and have a listen for yourself and join me as we exploit the superpowers of the world's most incredible thinkers, amazing achievers, and iconic change makers with their insights delivered right into your mind. You'll get that blueprint of their brilliance each week so that you can learn to live what you listen. Subscribe right now to The Jordan Harbinger Show, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you're listening now. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. Hey guys, Perry here. Let's make some mayhem. Shoot and loot your way through a mayhem-fueled adventure in Borderlands 3. Blast through new worlds and enemies as one of four new playable vault hunters, each with deep skill trees, abilities, and customization. Play solo or with your friends to take on insane enemies, score loads of loot, and save the galaxy from a fanatical threat. Mayhem is available now on PC, Xbox One, and PS4. Pre-order now at Borderlands.com. Rated M for Mature. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. to a brand new episode of The Witching Hour. I feel like my usual intro is all over the place because it's a different situation today because, as you guys know, Haley is off having the freaking time of her life that I'm so jealous of right now in Austin at Fantastic Fest. So that means... I needed a co-host. Did I ever say my name? I didn't say my name. I'm Perry Nemroff. You guys know that. And I'm sitting right across from Mark 
freaking Riley Hi. right now. Hi. Hi. This is I'm good. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to fill in for the great Haley. Uh, I can't uh, imagine uh, not talking about horror if she's gone and uh, you have an opening. Yeah. 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 There was no one to, to fill that opening except no. for you. It no. had to be you, Riley. Yeah, absolutely. And because this is technically our last show before Halloween month, this oh, had yeah. to be the episode about planning for not just Halloween the holiday, but a, a whole month's worth of yes. Halloween celebration. This is the preamble before the, the main course, as yeah. it were. So this is your like appetizer to get you ready, because once October 1st hits, it's all bets are off. Seriously. I haven't changed my Twitter name yet into my horror icon thing so you're until do October that, 1st. Okay, yes. yeah, I don't do it until October 1st, People and then do it, it comes down immediately after Halloween exactly. is over. Exactly. October 1st through October 31st. All Halloween stuff. Until Do you then, know what yours is going to be? Yeah, I think so. Oh, you don't want to spoil it? I could. It it usually okay. has to do – I've done it now two years in a row. It has a Friday the 13th theme to it. OK. I play off of the, the Friday Riley kind of rhymes. Friday Riley. So Riley okay. the 13th. Yes, yes. Part whatever. Oh, OK, OK. Jason – <laughs> takes on Manhattan or takes Manhattan. Okay. The New Blood, Jason Lives, the well, final chapter. What was it last year? I think last year was Riley the Thir- Riley the Thirteenth Part Seven, The New Blood. All right. I think I went with the uh, with the with Friday Thirteenth, but the New Blood All version. Right. Yeah. I might need your uh, your creative brain to figure out a new one for me this year. Okay. So what, you you've always done well. Mance always calls me Paranormal Activity. So Paranormal that, Activity that was, was great. The one I went with one year, and yeah. then the year that the first It movie came out, which you know it could apply this year. I could be Perrywise. Perrywise is good. Yeah. I don't know. It feels like I gotta I gotta keep. <laughs> Very normal uh, is great. Um, they're, they're just so perfect. And it's like when I think of horror franchises that I can somehow insert my name in, those are really the only ones that come to mind. Heredity? Periodity? Hereditary. Hereditary? Hereditary. <laughs> there it is. Um, let's see. Uh, I, that's the only like, one that I can think yeah, of. <laughs> I'm just going to spiral out of control trying to put my name in just about everything right now. Um, uh, yeah. Um, what other movies did we have this year? I mean, Us isn't going to work. Yeah. yeah or, we can't or the do Tethered. Us. The, some, something with the Tethered. I don't know. Perthered? Parathered? I don't even know what you're getting at anymore. It. Oh, I can't like do tethered. It. Tethered, but per- peri. Peathered. Peathered. Um, peathered. No. Where's Josh McCougar when you dark. need him? I could be the peri-faced lady. Perry stories to tell in the dark. Perry stories to tell in the dark. And that's not that bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. I'm open to that one. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna have to brainstorm a little. I have. Thankfully, I have a little time before I gotta lock something in. Yes. I also gotta change my avatar too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I usually put the the Friday Thirteenth mask. mask. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's probably what I'll do again. So. That's a top priority for us. Right. And another priority, I think you did this one year. Didn't you watch a horror movie every single uh, day of the month in October? Yeah. It's something that I do normally, um, but I don't make a big thing on Twitter. Okay. I just – it's like uh, Julie, my fiance, and I, we just usually watch a movie every night. Uh, Is that the plan this year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We And we it's just kind of mood. It's like what do we want to watch tonight? And I think last year we did um, – Freddy versus Jason, I know, mm-hmm. uh, stuck in there. Uh, the original Nightmare on Elm Street, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What else did we do? Uh, we did The Witch. We did uh, The Thing. What else did we do? God, those are just some You're of the highlights. You're a lot of the essentials. Yeah, yeah. And then 
We started to watch uh, Friday the 13th, The New Blood. Yeah. Uh, fell off. Didn't didn't finish. Okay. I don't know why. I blame my fiancé for that one because, you know, when there's a telekinesis taking on Jason and throwing television sets using her mind, you finish the movie. You got to see what happens. So <laughs> Of course. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see what happens this year. But I'm going to want to, like, catch up on some. Uh, Smart move. Uh, There's Autopsy a lot out there. of Jane Doe is definitely on my list because yes. I haven't seen that in a while. I like the sound of that yeah, one. That, yeah. I think I think you're really going to like that. For some reason, I can't oh, I've really. S- I've seen it. Yeah, oh, I was going to say. It. Oh, you mean for her? For her. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I have a clear read on her taste in movies, but I'd be surprised if that one wasn't a winner. Yeah, um, she's she's gonna love it. Okay. Uh, so what we're going to do for this episode is we're basically going to do our best to prep you for Halloween yes! and make a list of a whole bunch of important things in different Halloween-appropriate categories. Perfect. And, yeah, we're just going to have fun and talk about it and hope that you guys throw some uh, suggestions back at us because the longer the list gets in each of these categories, the better for everyone. Absolutely. So Absolutely. We're going to kick off today's conversation with basically the ultimate, which is is going to be our Halloween horror movie essential. So yes. I figured we'd just ping pong back and forth, just okay. talk about a couple titles that come to mind, the yep. must-watches for Halloween season. Do you want to start first or do you want me to? Uh, I mean I think people probably know. I mean I have an essential. Why don't you start though so I can get the vibe? All right. I'm just going to get the most obvious one out of the way because it is my favorite Halloween movie of all time. Okay. And it's also one of my favorite horror movies of all time. And of course it's Trick or Treat. Yes. It's just like incredible how I can't get enough of that movie. And even though I've seen it like dozens if not – like a hundred times at this point, I feel like it is so colorful and vibrant and captures the Halloween spirit and has so much detail in every single frame. I always feel like I'm feeling something new from it or seeing something that I didn't notice before. Trick or Treat is one that we watched last year. I forgot to mention. And everything you said is correct. It is one of the best Halloween movies of all time. I love the anthology nature of it that connects somehow. Um, I love everything about it. Like you said, uh, the colorful, like the way it's shot, the acting. Uh, Why can't I remember his name? The kid. What's his name? Oh, uh, Sam. Sam. Yeah. Because of Sam Sam Hain, I think is what they were going for. But anyways – I love this movie so much. That is a must. Yes. I, I 100% agree. I still can't believe they haven't made a sequel. I know, I know. I know when we love, love, love a movie, sometimes the fear of them making another one and it not being as good creeps in. But I right. feel like a sequel suits the anthology format so well. And also because, I don't know, so many people out there have so many different Halloween traditions and spooky stories to tell that I don't. it, it just feels very natural to have a trick-or-treat sequel. And I know yeah. it's something they've been talking about for years. And, like, who knows if it's ever going to happen. But, I don't know, Mike Dougherty's flying high right now. He's doing these great things. Let him make this. I I would love to have a sequel. But if we never get it, we'll always have the original. And it's become a legend in the the Halloween uh, watch series, I'm sure. I feel like it would benefit Warner Brothers because I think it's Warner Brothers and Legendary yeah, that Legendary released for sure. Trick or Treat. So I feel like it would benefit them mm-hmm. to get ahead of the game right now and plan for – so this year, sadly, there's almost 
nothing. I nothing know. really big or yeah. nothing that, you know, ties to a familiar slasher franchise or anything like that for Halloween. Next year we get Halloween Kills. The year right. after we get Halloween Ends. Right. What happens when Halloween Ends ends? Then somebody else needs to fill that void and take over. Because before this, it was the Paranormal Activity franchise. It right. was the Saw, Saw. franchise. Mm-hmm. What if Warner Brothers carved out Halloween and made it just like the trick or treat holiday? And every every Halloween, we got a new trick or treat movie. I would love that. I Why think is that's that so good. difficult? Also, what about Friday the Thirteenth? They own <laughs> Jason. Why not get a new Friday the Thirteenth movie going? And that could be on Halloween every that year. That one scares – I would never say no to that, but that one scares me more because there's so much mythology and they have, to, very, they have to get rid of it. It feels they like there's start over. a right way and a wrong way and so little room to play in the middle. I know and they've been trying to do that and I know we're a little off topic. But when they try to make Pamela Voorhees and then Eli Voorhees, the father, also killers – with Jason also killing, bringing up the rear as that one script I read. No, no, no. Yeah. You got to start. It's a campfire ghost story. It starts at a campfire, Camp Crystal Lake, the legend of a boy drowning in the lake and coming back and exacting his revenge. You don't even have to bring Pamela into this. Seriously. You don't. You don't. That's where you start. And that's where you that's where you can keep going. I like the simplicity so, of it. Anyways. And actually, speaking of things to watch on Halloween, I give the Friday the 13th reboot from 2009 a whole lot of credit, especially that opening sequence. I think that's one of my favorite uh, slasher movie or horror movie sequences yeah. in, since, it's like, brutal. I don't know, 2000 or something. Yeah, it's incredible. It, it's a great movie. I, I happen to really love the, the remake. And uh, too bad we didn't get another one yeah, I know. because I thought they, they were on to something. And I like those characters too. The characters were great. I, I love that they made Jason move fast. They made him a yes. survivalist, which I thought was Freaking very interesting. It was freaky. He's that, so good. He's so good. Yes. And the opening was so brutal. I was hoping they would just keep going because that's all you need to do. That It had the idea. I'm talking – this is what yeah. I'm talking about. Just kind of simple. You know, we got the opening out of the way, cutting Pamela's heads off like in the first two minutes and then Jason, survivalist, people die. There you are. So I'd we'll be see. into it. Yeah. All right, Riley. What is a must-see Halloween movie for you? I mean there's so many. Yes. Uh, but I'm going to go – I'm going to save my number one, which I'm sure okay. people who know me, I'm going to save that for when we're almost done with this. But I'm going to – should I do it now? Or is it like, are we going to do more movies after this, or is it just one? I'm trying Shining to guess. example, one movie. I'm trying to guess what it is right now, but you've talked about Friday the Thirteenth mm-hmm. at like such length already. There's, there's, there is one movie that is my favorite horror movie of all time that is perfectly suited for Halloween. I'll just say it, it's Halloween 1978. Okay, okay. It's, right. the, it's the quintessential. <laughs> I feel like I automatically associate you with Friday, Friday the 13th, 13th yeah. so I've always put Halloween down just like one level for you. I know. I'm the weirdest guy because when it comes to horror movies, I have my top five and I have my top ten. And not a single Friday the 13th exists in those lists because there are better horror movies out there when you want to be a horror movie. Yeah. Friday the 13th, though, I just love. I mean, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch a bunch of them leading up to the holiday. But on October 31st, 
Halloween, 1978's yeah. Halloween is going into my Blu-ray player, and I am watching this movie. And that music is going to play, and I'm hoping there's going to be some jack-o'-lanterns lit up, and there's going to be candy, and there's going to be pizza, and I'm watching that movie. That is that is Halloween to me. It's one of the best of the best. It I is. mean, it's one of the best of the best as far as classic slasher movies yep. go. It's the one that started it all, really. As much as I love many of them, there are very few that after so many viewings and after so many years still creep you out just as much. And I think the top two I would have on that list of slasher movies, iconic slasher movies that hold up so, so well, mm-hmm. Halloween and also Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw is up there for me, for sure. Texas <laughs> Chainsaw gets a rotation during the, the it, uh, holiday as well. It definitely well. earns a rotation. I would put Halloween higher on the list. Again, for a very similar reason that I spoke about with Trick or Treat, just yeah. the way that it captures Halloween night and the eeriness of it. And, you know, after having seen Halloween the first time as a kid, it's like I just imagine. It's like I look behind me and was that Michael Myers poking his head out from behind a bush? Like, no, yeah. it wasn't, but it, I'm thinking about it. it. It's the best and it really does tap into that primal fear as a kid because when you are – if and if it fell on Halloween where you hear over the radio or the newscast says an escaped mental patient is out there, that's when you go, ooh, ooh that's, that's, the, that's the scariest thing ever, not only for a kid but for the babysitter because it was mm-hmm. called the babysitting killings yep. at, at one point. So that idea is just perfect for Halloween. It just it's that it's that it, that story that you hear. It's that urban legend almost like, oh, the the escape mental patient that went to the small town. Oh, good lord, no. That's scary to me and it plays out beautifully in John Carpenter's original. I love so, John Carpenter. Yeah. I wish uh we were going to his concert again this I year. I don't think he's doing one though. I don't know. Which it doesn't is, seem like the it. last time I checked the website there was not a new one up, so Yeah. I don't probably. know. Keep my fingers crossed for next year or maybe sometime in between. I feel like John Carpenter movies are so wonderful year-round. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm going to switch gears a little with my next one. And I'm going to go with something a little more family-friendly because no Halloween ever passes me by without at least one viewing of Hocus Pocus. I thought you were going to go there. That's good. I love that movie so, so much growing up. And it's a movie that has not lost an ounce of its charm. There there is something about that where I mean, it's like that wish fulfillment type thing where growing up as a kid I wish that like the freaking Sanderson sisters and the Black Flame Candle were somewhere in my backyard so I could light it because I would be that kid who would light it. That's awesome. That was the first time I've, I've, I've always been a dog person and I'm still a dog person but that was the only time as a child I ever wanted a cat because I loved Bing so so much. That's awesome. It's also got another wonderful Doug Jones performance that I feel like right? was so yep. undervalued and again I mean it's just that idea of how it captures trick-or-treating and just watching uh Kathy Najimy, Bette Midler, and uh, Sarah, Jessica Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker, just like watching them kind of like stroll through the streets, like especially when they walk up to uh, walk up to the house and they're just like pushing little kids trick or treating out of the way. Something about that just it's always awesome. gets me. It's a classic, and it that's really one. Is. Yep, that's one that uh, my fiance always demands that we see. And Understandable. We watch. Understandable. I watch it. It's it. It was never one of my favorites. I never went after it during Halloween yeah. because I always go straight to the horror movies. Um, um, but over the past, I would say, five years, it's been a part of my rotation, and that's mostly because of my fiance. So give her credit where Good. credit's due. I yeah. always applaud you. Yeah. Um, all right. Are you ready for your next one? Are you taking I'm us re- back into slasher territory? I'm not going into slasher territory. I'm going somewhere different. Wait, wait. Te- tease it a little. Let me see if I can guess. All right. It's going to be paranormal. 
not activity, but there's right, paranormal, paranormal things so gonna, into it. I'm going to go with, you know, one of the most iconic horror movies of all time and say The Exorcist. You're – I thought about the it. The Omen? Nope. It's paranormal. Paranormal. It's <gasps> ghosts. It's ghosts. It's haunted house. Haunted house. It's 1982. Same year. Okay. No, that was 80. <laughs> 1982. Shared universe that I believe oh, happened me. with E.T. happening one neighborhood over. That's what I think. It's Poltergeist 1982. Oh, my God. Of course. That's right. Poltergeist. Oh. That for me is quintessential <laughs> Halloween. I know it doesn't take place on Halloween. But when you talk about yeah. – when I bring up these ghost stories that you tell, when I bring up these urban legends like Halloween, escape mental patient on Halloween night, kid drowned in the lake you know, and, and comes back uh, on Friday the 13th to exact his revenge, building a house on a burial ground <laughs> and ghosts come and F around with you and take your child into another dimension and you have to bring in you know you know psychics and and paranormal activity experts and whatnot poltergeist is one of those movies it is in my top five of all time yeah. because it's just it hit me at that right moment as a kid where it scared the bejesus out of me and it continues to just get those memories mm-hmm. going it just feels like halloween when i watch poltergeist i am right there with you this hit me at the perfect time when mm. i was growing up and you know because I always tell you that I I don't really have nightmares that I remember very well. Right. These are some of the most vivid nightmares I had that I still remember and hold on to today as an adult was yeah. from Poltergeist and watching it when I was way too young. Oh, yeah. I like still remember the room in a friend's house we were in when we were kind of, you know, close the door so nobody sees as we watched it. And it it has really stuck with me. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, even the, the second Poltergeist movie has a number of scenes that I are, that are something. What you mean, Poltergeist Two: The Other Side? I, oh, it's like I don't even know which things that I. It's like I love the tree, I love the braces, I love the tequila worm, mm-hmm. I love. Oh my god, I love the 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 chair scene in the kitchen. That's another favorite. Oh god, yes, you're talking about the original, <laughs> yeah, right? That's, yeah, that goes yeah. back to the original. Oh, that's so great. But I just I bounce back and forth between. I guess, I guess it's just those two. Yeah, back but, and forth between my favorite sequences. But I will say that the remake that they did. It didn't live up to the original, but yeah. it was really – it was kind of fine. It had its moments. I think uh, I might be a little too biased on it I, because when I saw it, I was like, this is not the original yeah. and I moved on with my yeah. life. I mean there were – like I said, there were moments, um, but nothing beats the original. You know, It has that Steven Spielberg flair and I know that a lot of people – there's the urban legend as it were that Toby Hooper didn't direct and it was Steven Spielberg. Yeah. I think it was more of a tag team. I'm pretty sure I wrote an April Fool's article on Collider one year about that. Oh, yeah. It was definitely – I think that Spielberg had a lot to do with it. It was his idea. He was filming E.T. around the same time. I think he was very hands-on. But there is a lot in Poltergeist that you can see Toby Hooper was doing. Oh, yeah. And it's – and so I, I believe it's a perfect amalgam of the two and that you have Poltergeist. Guys, and it's great, and you should watch it, and you should be scared, and you'd have just buckets of candy and popcorn and pizza and maybe some wine. <laughs> what, what an assortment of things! Yeah, I love yeah. it. Oh yeah! All right, I can't believe I'm gonna like take it back in a light direction, but okay. my next one is Nightmare Before Christmas because I love that. I mean, the co- I can't believe we still have that conversation. Is it a Halloween movie or is it a Christmas movie? The whole point of the movie is that it's both. It's both. It can be both. It's about celebrating both holidays, and it's about people from different worlds coming to understand and celebrate each mm-hmm. other's holidays, kind of with a really twisted vibe to it. But yeah. when we're talking about world building, I. Don't 
don't think there are many, very many movies out there that touch the creativity behind Nightmare Before Christmas. If I could take myself out of the real world and plot myself in a cinematic world, yes, Jurassic Park and Star Wars would be on the list. Sure. But I would put myself right dab in the middle of Halloween Town, and Jack Skellington would be my best friend. Yeah. And I just, I freaking love this movie. This movie was such a game changer for me as a kid. Just. Not even just getting so lost in the world, but becoming someone who really admired and respected stop motion animation artists. That was incredible to me. And also, I think it's the movie that might have taught me about my interest in playing music in a way. So growing up as a kid, I had to take piano lessons and awful i was so so bad same when miss levy came over i never wanted to study until i saw nightmare before christmas and i made my mom go buy me the sheet music and they tried to teach it to me and i still sucked (laughs) but it inspired me to find the instrument that would be my instrument and i did and it was the saxophone and i still adore that thing oh my god that's an awesome story yeah i didn't know that so that's a very important movie to me it's a great movie and it's i had a long journey with that one because i was at the age where it missed me. I was too I don't know why. It just I never watched it. And then when I I remember watching it in my adult years going, yeah, it's fine. And then the years went by and I would start to revisit and revisit. Now it's just like, ah, I get it. And I got to come to there as an adult. So that's I tend to watch Nightmare Before Christmas closer to Christmas. I Isn't watch, that funny? I do both. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I just – it feels Christmassy to me and it's like I usually – we like to do it like as a precursor. It's like right around – Thanksgiving is usually yeah. when Thanksgiving lands, it's on <laughs> Christmas movies, over. right? Everything switches over. As we're leading into this, like maybe a week before Thanksgiving, that's when I'm pretty Ooh. primed and ready for Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. I'll watch so. it again then as well just, okay. just so I can be in line with you, Riley. It'll I just like give it. me an excuse to watch it again. Oh, absolutely. All right. How about we do one more for you and then maybe a couple rapid fire streaming options if anything comes to mind? Oh, yeah. Streaming. Oh, yeah. I got I, I would have to think for I a can, little bit. but I can double check those for you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But what, what's your next must-see for Halloween? Must-see for Halloween is another classic in my uh, repertoire of horror, and that's Wes Craven's Please. Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh. You're no, thinking I didn't Scream. Mean to, I didn't mean you're to thinking sound scream. so disappointed, I know, but I was, like, part of me was a little mad at myself that I didn't include my second favorite movie of all time Which in is my scream. three, yeah. but... Yeah. You know, Nightmare on Elm Street is still a classic as well. Nightmare on Elm Street, again, feels it's it's you know, it's not Halloween themed, obviously, but it's the boogeyman. It's you falling asleep. It's, you know, you dying in your sleep. There's something about it. It just works. It just makes get gets me in that mood. You know, it really does. It's like I have my slasher. I have my haunted house. Now it's like both of those when you fall asleep. You got Freddy to worry about now. So this is what I love about this movie. It's so creative. It's such a it's, – it's an iconic horror movie and Wes Craven just delivers. It's the scariest thing. I remember watching this movie over and over and over again mm-hmm. when I was little, um, probably too little. You know, Those boots at the very beginning when Freddy's building his glove, that is just – it just screams Halloween to me. Uh, as far as horror, perfect horror to get you in the mood for Halloween. I would agree with that. Yeah. I think uh, the visual of Freddy was seared in my brain well before I had even seen the full movie. So mm-hmm. I was already freaked out. But backtracking a little to scream because I can't help myself. Yeah, have I ever to. told you how I first watched Halloween, John Carpenter's Halloween? No, it I was don't in, think. It's in Scream. 
Like oh I, my god, that's how. Oh I had, yes, I had never seen Halloween before, but then that's why I love Scream, and I basically put it on a pedestal like that because even though I had seen a bunch of horror movies before that, Poltergeist included, it was Scream that gave me a greater appreciation for the genre, and Perfect. through all of the meta references, encouraged me to go back and experience all the classics. So after seeing that scene in the house of Halloween playing on the TV, right? Then I went and I watched Halloween. So look at what Scream did. That's awesome. Thank you, Wes. Okay. Thank you, Scream. I love that. All right. So I have my my uh, and I have it too. Search yep. search ready to go. I got so it too. You can name anything, and I can double check it. But I'll give you a moment because my first one that I want to give a shout out to is. On Netflix right now, and it's called Would You Rather. And Ooh, it I haven't is, seen this. It is exactly what the title suggests. It's like a twisted game of Would You Rather. It was a limited release that came out like a while back with uh, Britney Snow in it. But I just think that the scare sequences, the, the gory sequences in the, this movie are done so, so well. And it's just it really is the perfect kind of movie this time of year to queue up on Netflix, sit on your couch, have a beer and watch it with a bunch of friends. Perfect. I have um, one that's streaming right now. It should be. Double check for me. Okay, let's do it. The Conjuring. Oh, it is. I know it's on Netflix. Yep. Yeah, because uh, why do I know that? Yeah, no, it's because there's two of them that we could do cre- a rapid fire because I mentioned okay. one earlier. But The Conjuring is one of those that it's in my list of Halloween yeah. movies that we watch. Conjuring is one of my one of my favorites. It's, it it absolutely is, and it's on Netflix. And that that again, haunted house ghost. You want some Halloween action? You want to get those sh- uh, those shivers down the spine? Conjuring. That's the way to go. Now, now, no, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I do have a list up as of September 2019. Yeah. I mean, I feel like sometimes you never know when something comes and goes on Netflix. So it's it's better to be safe than sorry. It's hard Uh, to tell. My next, actually, this is also a Netflix suggestion, is a movie that came out this year, and it was one of my favorite films from the Overlook Film Festival, and it's the movie Headcount, and it's got a creepy pasta vibe to it. So it kind of its foundation lies in the idea of scary stories being repeated over and over and over and not knowing whether it's true. And it kind of sends you on your way wanting to Google the thing that they talk about in the movie. But it's just – it's one of those uh, – it looks like a very low-budget feature. And mm-hmm. I think they make the most of every single penny they have. It's a great ensemble. And it, it's got like a creepy legend in it that gets in your head. Ooh. And I might have walked around town in New Orleans for hours after this. Like I was with Matt Donato and uh, Alicia Grasso, who was also on Movie oh, yeah, Talk yeah. recently. And I was basically like whispering the name of this demon to them, which isn't what you're supposed to do. But I couldn't help myself. God. So head count on Netflix. You made it back alive after doing that. My God, you have – you yeah. are brave. Uh, <laughs> all right. I mentioned it up top. As one of the ones that I'm putting in the rotation for Julie, and that's Autopsy of Jane Doe. It is on Netflix right now, and I cannot wait to stream that movie. I've seen it once, and I thought it was one of the most brilliant uh, horror movies um, of this decade, really. I mean, it is – it surprised the hell out of me. Am I right in assuming it's on there? So what I was going to go do is see if maybe we could turn this into an Andre Overdahl double feature on Netflix and see if Troll Hunter was on Netflix. (laughs) Yes. So like the first thing I did was Google Troll Hunter and Netflix and obviously the Guillermo del Toro animated show comes up, which is also a great option to watch. It is, yeah. uh, That's a good call though. Do that double. I might have it here. Yeah. Oh, I don't think it's on here anymore. Oh, that's a bummer because now I was going to do it. because the play button. It's so good. Autopsy of Jane Doe is one of the best horror movies I've seen in a long time. When When I first saw it, I was blown away. But Troll Hunter... 
is so good. Yeah. It is so good and so scary and so perfectly made as far as a low-budget horror movie. I don't know how they did some of the things they did because we're talking trolls that are like pretty big. Um, but it's great. Yeah, Andre Overdahl. So good. He liked my tweet when I and told him I'm, about I'm, Autopsy of Jane Doe. I'm going to assume they're going to release Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark they should. on uh, digital and Blu-ray before Halloween. Yeah, so they should. So you could probably watch that as well. I am going to watch that because it's I missed more, it in theaters. Watching. I missed it in theaters, so I need to see it because I'm such a fan of uh, uh, Andre. The gist of my review of that was that the connective tissue between the scares mm. wasn't as strong as it could have been, which okay. I still stand by, but I still think some of the scare sequences are incredibly well done. There's one in particular where... You know, it's the look of the creature that's coming after one of the characters, but also how the camera kind of closes in on the character. It's just like a like it gives it a claustrophobic type feel that I've never really seen done that effectively through uh, the visual design. Right. Like right. that. I was just very impressed by that one in particular. I get it. Um, just to briefly name drop two things that you can watch on Shutter right now. One thing that's on my list is One Cut of the Dead. I still have to watch it here. The greatest things in the world. You can check out Matt Goldberg's. Review on Collider.com. And then also we reviewed Tigers Are Not Afraid on Movie Talk the other day. And that is another must-watch on Shudder. Yeah, there it is. I love that. All right. So those are some of our must-watch movies for Halloween for you. God, just some. We could do like three hours of this, Perry. I can't believe this has been half the episode because we have other topics to get to. Yes, we do. So the next thing I wanted to talk about with you are – Let's just group together like haunted houses, haunted theme parks, and experiences. Okay. So what are some of your favorite that you've done, and are there any out there, whether it's L.A. or anywhere across the the country, the world, that you would love to do if you got the chance? Let's see. So things I've done, um, I am going to be uh, doing Halloween Horror Nights. I can't wait. I love I love the I'm parks. I'm so jealous of you I guys. know. We're, we're pretty lucky. We're taking Josh McCuga. That's oh going to – Yeah, God to help us all and the employees at Halloween Horror Nights here. <laughs> Get ready, everybody. Whoa. <laughs> but I love the theme parks. We did one year. We did Knott's yeah. Scary Farm. That was so fun. Knott's was hands down one of the most uh, fun park things I've ever been to. Oh, yeah. That was, that was a blast. I so, think a little drinky poos had something to do with the that. The drinky though. poos helped and then the drinky poos and then getting on the roller coaster. Oh my God. Yeah, that might have been I not smart. I don't have a sensitive stomach, but I think we had drank so much beer before getting on that last roller coaster. I think that was the first time in my life I actually felt my stomach in my throat. Yeah, I did too. I was like, oh boy, maybe uh, that was too much. Um, but yeah, I, I always recommend Not Scary Farm, Halloween Horror Nights. That's yeah. always fun. But if you're in LA, Haunted Hayride is yes. one of my favorites. It really is. It's kind of old school classic. It's been around for a long time. Did you go last year? I didn't go. I didn't get okay. to go. I haven't been able to go in the past like three or four years. So Why? it's like we should go. I know. So now I'm, I'm talking to Darina. We're going to oh, go nice, this year. Nice. So, but I, I highly recommend it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I got that email. Yeah, right. <laughs> I should have responded to that. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, sorry, Darina. It's so much fun. So that that's just something that that I think about. But I'm also a really kind of old fashioned. I love to get my dog and Julie. And we walk around a neighborhood seeing all the jack-o'-lanterns and the kids um, doing uh, trick-or-treating. Yeah. It's kind of a tradition if like – usually Halloween, obviously, it's like when it falls on a weekend, perfect. You can go to your Halloween parties, do whatever it is. But when it's during the week, Julie and I every year now have walked around. We find a populated neighborhood and we walk around and we watch all the kids trick-or-treating. And basically I'm there making sure Michael Myers isn't around. Oh, good. Yeah, Glad yeah. you're on patrol, Riley. Yeah. Uh, all right. I have a question for you. Okay. So 
This year, I have an unusual Halloween. So this year, Halloween falls out on a Thursday. A right? Thursday. Yeah. So I've got a little bit of a dilemma that I'm very stressed about right now. Okay. I fly home to New York on the night of Thursday, the 31st. So Do I will really? be in the air because the marathon is that Sunday. And, you know, yeah. I usually I'll, I'll like rush back and forth and I'll go Friday night and not miss any work and come, right. come right back on Sunday. But I can't I can't have only one good night's sleep before the marathon. So I have to do like. What do I do on the plane? Like, well, you queue up some of the horror I, movies we just suggested. That's true. I could yeah. do that, or like, do I sit there with like a bag of candy and hope yes. for children? Not like, am I going to be that creep on the plane? Yes, that just gives out candy to kids. You should do that. Yes, you should have like, candy, and if a kid walks by, are you allowed to wear creepy masks on a plane, or am I going to get stopped not. at security? Yeah, I mean, I bet you could if you if you alert the everybody <laughs> and say, hey, I'm putting on this mask and I'm going to give some candy out. I, I don't see why not. You got some horror movies, bring some candy. And uh, you make that plane ride a Halloween party. We got to celebrate in the office before I go, though. Yeah, we do. We um, do. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bummed about that. Yeah. Um, as far as experiences go, I will second you on Knott's Halloween Horror Nights. And last year was my very first uh, haunted hayride experience. Yeah. And I was so impressed by that. It was just, you know, all the little, uh, you know, not dioramas. What's what's like the proper word? All the little stops along the oh, way yeah, of the yeah. hayride mm-hmm. and just like how they all came to life. I thought that was so well done. I loved I don't know if they had this the year you were there. They had one maze that I think was I think it might have been called Trick or Treat where yeah, it's yeah. like you walk around and you knock on doors and mm-hmm. something creepy comes out. I think that's a staple, I, I want to say. I thought that was just brilliant. Yeah. It was so well done. Yep. They also had this other one. I'm not quite sure still to this day how I feel about this. They had another one where it was like you walked into like a maze and it was pitch black mm-hmm. except for a strobe light. Yeah. I think Haley and I must have been walking around, or uh, Angie and I uh, were walking around that for like a half hour until we found our way out. It's so fun. I love that. Yeah. I think that was, yeah, that was there. I can't tell if I enjoyed that one as much as like I was intrigued by trying to solve the puzzle and I was just fascinated by so many people being in the space only lit by a strobe light. Yeah. It's fun. It was interesting. It's so cool. Um, The other one that I do want to check out again this year is Delusion. So. Yeah, I got to do that. Yeah, you went too. Yeah. Oh, and it was great. It It was was so well done. Yeah, it's like you know, like there's an escape room, an escape room performance type thing. Well, I got got an email that they're doing another one. It's called Alt Delete, and it's actually a spinoff chapter from last year's time traveling adventure, which I believe is called the Blue Blade. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So, so I, kinda, I yeah, I, I love that. Do that, that time travel thing that we did. It was so much fun. Yeah. So if it's a little spinoff, I, I want to do that. It was very clever, and the the production value was so high on that. I was very right impressed on. by that. Oh, cool. All right, you ready for our next category? Yes. Costumes. Costumes. Okay. Do you have anything cooking right now for yourself? <sighs> no, we don't, and it's so unlike us because we've had – I mean it's been tough. Every year it seems that Halloween just creeps up on us and so we're as usually – Yeah, cre- <laughs> as it should. Um, last year, we, uh, Julie and I just went straight vampires. Okay. We got the, we got the, the teeth that came in. I had a – I was like a very dapper. What did like, we do last year? Did I see you last year? Yeah, we – what did I do? I did do? see you because I remember you two being vampires, but I can't remember where it was. We went to a party down in Orange County, but then we also was that last year? I don't remember. No, that was the year before. Is that? Oh what my I'm god, what did we do last year? I don't, know. I don't think we dressed up. 
What's d- wrong I with me? I definitely went to two places. I can't remember for the life of me what I did last oh, year. Oh, I remember. What? I semi-remember what I did. Oh, no. This is a different weekend, actually. This was uh, Roka's birthday weekend. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you remember what, what I did, Roka's birthday weekend? No. <laughs> there was the Burbank Beer Festival. Right. Then there was uh, – it's a house in Burbank where the homeowners actually build an extension onto their house and turn it into a haunted house. Oh, my God. But then after – I think this is where we crossed paths at the comedy store. That's that's it. Yeah. That's what, yes, we went to the comedy store. My God, that was a I, night. I can't remember any of that. <laughs> no, I, I still can't remember my full night on Halloween night, though. Yeah, what was it's my like, costume? I know, I know, I went to one friend in the industry their party, mm-hmm. but I can't remember where I went after that. Oh my God, we're getting old, and Seriously. and uh, yeah, I don't remember much. Um, How but did we start talking? Oh, we we're talking about costumes. Costumes, yeah. Julie and I over the years have done. Um, she was Batwoman, and I was Clark Kent. Uh, we or she was Batman, Batwoman. Mm. Um, we did the vampires one year. We did. We have not talked about it this year, and I have no idea. I'm trying to think what I'm going to do this year. I'm trying to think of a good pairing. I know. We have – what did we say the other day? I've been dying to do f- like full out, she's Nancy, I'm Freddie. Oh, okay. Like I want to get the makeup. I want to get the glove. You should do uh, it. Oh, yeah. I hear Jeff Snyder has a glove. You he has it. a glove. I can steal it. Um, and we've talked about doing that, but it's always been something where we've had to like get – costume or get like freddie i don't want to do the mask i don't want to put on a mask i want the makeup done so yeah that's a little tough but okay. i'm sure i could probably find you somebody find someone so that that's going to be the the choice i go with this year is like because i want uh julie wants to do the gray one gray strand of hair okay. after nancy wakes up and yes, has the yes. hat and she has the gray hair uh obviously claw marks with a little bit of blood across okay. across her uh belly um, with the nightgown and everything, and I'm Freddie. So you can you can get an idea of who Freddie is, and I want somebody to do my makeup for me, okay. and I want to have that glove, and I just want to. Yeah. The bigger question is, yeah. where does Leia fit into this equation? Leia, yeah, she is probably going to be. Uh, she's going to have to be. Uh, mm, mm, she's. Uh, mm, I don't know who she is. She can't be Tina because I don't want her dying, uh, and I don't want her being uh, Freddie's victim. So I guess Leia. We'll put uh, ooh that ch- that child's play uh, <gasps> Twitter thing that's out there that Pat Oswalt. I looked at it. I, I think Leia could be can be Chucky. Chucky. Okay. I think that could be fun. Okay. Yeah. I I could see I could see Leia being an adorable Chucky. Mm-hmm. Maybe you guys should do Cujo. Oh yeah, and, she could be Cujo. Well, she's Cujo right now, at least. She's she, just jumping off the walls, not should, rabbit Leia or anything. Would be, would be Cujo. Julie would have to be um, D. Wallace, D. Wallace. Yeah. and and you could you would be a convincing Tad. Yeah, I could be the kid. <laughs> I could be the kid. Is that who he is, Tad? Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, I actually just recently read Cujo for the first time and liked it quite a bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cujo's good. Yeah, it's fine. It's uh, it's you know, it's it's. It's not one that sticks with me, but the movie sticks with me a lot, actually. It's funny. I think I found found it to be the opposite. I mean, it, it seems like, not to go off on a tangent, but it, it's a very weird experience having seen all these Stephen King adaptations right. and then reading the book after. Because it's like, in the movie Cujo, you don't really get inside Cujo's head at all. And when you read what Cujo is thinking and feeling, it's it's 
crushing. It just yeah. adds a whole layer to that story that wasn't in the movie that I saw. Right. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's so, fine. It's, it's, it's like I like the movie and I, I don't remember reading the book, uh, but I read it when I was very – not young-ish, but like probably middle school. OK. So um, – but it didn't stick with me because then I, I got into like the dark half, misery, yeah. the stand, gr- shining. Well, I haven't read the stand yet. Yeah, I know. I know. I hear – Strap yourself in. Haley's encouraging me to read it, but what I need right now while I'm finishing the marriage marathon training is audiobooks with a certain amount of energy to it so right. that I forget that I'm running. And she told me that the beginning of the stand is is quite slow. It so is. it might not be a good time to read that. It takes a little while to get going. I'm almost going. done with The Goldfinch. And next I have queued up uh, Stephen King's new release. I believe it's called The Institution. Is that what it is? The yeah, I'm trying to remember. I yeah. don't know. I, I bought it like the second I saw someone tweeting about it the other day. Yeah. And uh, The Institute, that's what it is. Oh, okay. Got the Institute. It. Yeah. So that'll be the next thing I read. But back to costumes. All okay. right. So you're covered. I feel like I can't, Somewhat. <laughs> like I can't dress up on a plane. I know. You, I you have a bummer of, a, of an like idea. A, you could, though. You could wear a, a horror shirt. A horror shirt. Yeah. I mean, God knows I have a lot of them. You could always dress as a vampire. You know, just okay. be a little bit of pale makeup in the in the fangs I'm and just walk on. Already, I don't need the makeup. But well, the fangs no, I could add. Okay, <laughs> add the fangs and just a little bit. See what people do. You could be a zombie. You I could got, do that. I should just like casually get on the plane dressed in plain clothes, wear the fangs, and then walk around with like a water bottle filled with like blood. red, like well, real blood. <laughs> well, or, right, or right. I was thinking like uh, the the red flavored emergency. There like, it is. What, what is that? Raspberry. I would love to see Perry <laughs> Namaroff walking down the aisle with the fangs and something red in like the cup just, going, happy Halloween. Yeah, just How casually, are you? How's the like, flight? Happy no Halloween. <laughs> happy <laughs> Halloween. Happy I Halloween. probably do it. Or, or it's like I don't even need the emergency. I can just get on the plane and order a tomato juice or something. There it is, yeah. Or red wine. <laughs> I'm know. fine with that. You red, could do that. Red wine, red wine I, wine I would uh, prefer over yeah. tomato juice. That's true. The more important thing to me, though, is what do I dress Dewey as this year? So... He just did his Downton Abbey cosplay. I was but, just going to say. Was, last year he did uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg for the release of On the Basis of Sex. And that happened close enough to Halloween that it ticked the Halloween costume box. But right, this right. year it's like I can't do that because Downton was a month before Halloween. Yeah. I don't know. I don't he's, know. He's been a duck. He's been a box troll. He's been a velociraptor. What about if he's like an Ewok? You He's never little, been an Ewok You, you can before. get him an Ewok costume or a yeah. Tauntaun costume. Ooh, that's what Leia should be, oh, a yeah, Tauntaun. Oh, yeah, because like, they have the, the Tauntaun with like a little rider on its back, yeah, too. Yeah, that's I, need, I need to do something for him. Yeah, I know. I need to do something for Leia. I got to figure it out. That child's play. I would say let's do a joint costume, but like Dewey wouldn't last five seconds in front of Leia. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I know she'd be gone, and Leia would want to just play. She's she's now she sees cats, dogs, squirrels. Leia with squirrels is different than Cal with squirrels. Now Leia sees a squirrel and is like, I I I have no idea what is that. What do I do? (laughs) I'm like that's a squirrel, Leia, and she goes great. What I don't know. It ran. Okay, it's gone. What now? What what now, Dad? And I'm like, I don't know, Leia. Next time. Next time you got to get it. I got to train Dewey to uh, get the spiders for me. Yeah, at this point, he just like all he does is he'll sit there and he'll perk up and he'll look at it, and then so now like in the middle of the night, whenever I see him make that face, like the spider face, I think there are spiders in my room, Mm. but there's (laughs) there's not because just like anything, I'll catch cat's attention. God, yeah, that's true. That cat's. Please eat all the spiders. 
All of them, please. I mean, like we need spiders, though, don't we? But we I do. Just, I can't. We do. I can't. I just don't want to walk into them because I almost walked into they're, a web. They're freaking everywhere here. I'm telling you, there are so many more spiders in L.A. than in New York. I went to my dad's house two weekends ago, and we arrived right at night. Okay, the sun was down, and I was walking towards the house, and is and uh, there was a car parked on <gasps> the driveway. And I stopped because I saw something and I took pictures. You can see it on my Instagram. There were two like dinosaurs hanging no. on a web that Why was spun that was spun on the car to the garage and I almost walked into it. They were gigantic Ooh. spiders. Oh, that yeah. looks like my car. Yeah, yeah. It is. It was your it was a mini Cooper. It wasn't your car, it was my dad's wife's car. What is that? I know, they're what gigantic. I almost walked into that. So I, as I put on Instagram, I said, I need your best warriors. That Send them to me. all sorts of wrong because it's oh, yeah. like, you know, not even just like the car overall, but you get a sense of the size of them based on how they compare to the uh, the side mirror on the car. It, like, that is th- it extremely looks alarming. I would say that the spiders, at the spiders in question <laughs> were as big as a silver dollar. No. They were like that big. Yeah, they were all the way around. They were huge and, and red. And just, are they mm. are they dangerous? No, they don't bite. I hear that they're fine, but okay. uh, I don't want to find no, out. No, no, I, like, I, oh. I don't either. Oh my god, it was. The I worst. don't either. But like, I'm in a phase where I'm trying really hard not to kill bugs in my apartment and to set them free. But yeah. it's so scary. Yeah, it <laughs> it's is so so scary. Yeah. Um, I told this to some. This is so random, but so. At TIFF, we had two filmmakers that were part of a short film come into the studio. One of them is a very good friend from film school. I graduated with her. And she made a film where Maya Rudolph voices a mosquito that fought that that you know, is attracted to like a target. She wants to suck his blood and she bites him down there and like falls head over heels for him. And because she bites him, he can hear her thoughts. And anyway, oh, that's fun. Isn't that an interesting idea? Yeah. I thought it was so clever. But anyway, that, that idea and my line of questions somehow turned into a conversation about like, what do you do when you see a bug in your apartment? You don't want to kill it. And how do you get it out? It's like, what is your tactic? That's cool. I like that idea. Really, well, what is your tactic? Riley. Well, I usually just stomp on it and get it, get it out of there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I found out this is the stupid way to go about it. I'm working with the double cup method, which is wrong. So because like then the spider, it's like if I can cup it into oh, two right. cups and then I could just go over the balcony and like release it by pulling the two cups away. That's stupid. Yeah. Because the spider it can so easily fall between the two cups. And if it's overhead, it's going to fall on you. So the star of that movie, Jay Ellis, he says – you take that and like you cup it against the wall and then slide a piece of paper between it. Oh yeah, that, see, I, I that's do the magazine. A smart thing to do. I've been yeah, doing yeah. this. I don't wait, when, wait, wait. Like a magazine, like to stop it or a magazine to swat it. No, to to, to usually scoop up the spider oh. and put it outside. But no, I, but like, what if it like skitters across the magazine? It usually does, but. It goes back to my previous point. I usually just stomp on these okay. things now and just get rid of it that way. You know, I, I just really can't. And okay. I've seen Leia go – like absolutely. She's gone after her. There were spiders at my dad's house obviously with that story. Um, but there was some indoors and she did go after one. It scurried away and she almost ate it. I went, thank God you didn't eat it. Oh, my. Oh, God. We, yeah. we used to have a, a family dog when I was younger that used to eat <laughs> used to eat cicadas and like, you know, the cicada noise. 
So what he used to do is he oh, yeah. he didn't like pick it up and swallow it. He would pick it up and keep it in his mouth and oh. then walk in the house with it and you would hear like the buzzing and then God forbid he dropped it on the floor. Oh God, that's <laughs> awful. I love it. I kind of get a big kick out of it. Yeah, that's really funny actually. <laughs> All right. Perfect transition from bugs to candy because we, oh, yes. we can't talk about Halloween without talking about candy. Absolutely. Riley, mm. do you get some trick-or-treaters? Do you buy candy? Uh, we haven't gotten trick-or-treaters in a couple years because of the apartment living. But um, Your apartment doesn't do like no. a – No. <sighs> I wish it did. That's why usually Julie and I go find yeah. neighborhoods. However, I can speak on – I lived in a house for many years um, uh, before I moved into uh, the, the apartment that I had uh, a couple years ago. And they, I mean I had to leave and go get more candy. Because there were so many. It was a neighborhood in uh, like off Wilshire. It was near um, I would say Hancock Park area. So mm-hmm. it was like Wilshire, La Brea, Olympic, that kind of area. My god, we had so many trick-or-treaters and I gave away all sorts of candy. And it's usually Reese's Pieces, peanut butter cups. Oh, the best. Kit Kats, Butterfingers, okay. and peanut M&Ms. I love all those. You're kind of going with the classics yeah. And Twix. There. And Twix. And Twix. Yeah. If you could only eat one piece of candy for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, shoot. Just one. Peanut M&Ms. Okay. Yeah. They're my favorite. I peanut M&Ms for dinner one night at Tiff. Yeah. They're good. <laughs> peanut M&Ms in popcorn is something oh, of a delicious thing that happens. <laughs> Sorry, Lonnie. I'm going to tell this story. When we were young, she used to get popcorn and pour raisinets oh, into Oh, God, them no. The no time. raisinets. Oh. You don't like raisinets? Uh-uh, can't oh, do I it. like them. Yeah, I can't do it. Oh, yeah. But, like, but I, I, I get it, though. It's, it's the chocolate and the salty. Yeah, no, which is very good. The problem is if you pour chocolate into hot popcorn, it melts and That's... it gets everywhere and somehow. So it's like oh, Lonnie would walk away from theaters when we were kids with like freaking chocolate everywhere all over her all over the seats but she's also like super neat and clean when she goes to a movie theater where if there is a smudge on a seat she won't sit there and i'm like Claudia, you left that smudge the last time we saw a movie what's exactly. wrong with you that's what's great about the peanut m&ms and m&ms for that matter is that the candy coating protects the chocolate so you can pour it's it all in not there. entirely true then the candy coating gets all over your hands it's very true that's why i tend <laughs> but see i don't pour it in there i do i have my bag of M&M's and my popcorn oh, right. and I stuff my face with yes, popcorn yes. and then literally before I even take a bite of that popcorn, you I stu- hold it okay. in my mouth and I put a, yeah, a yeah. few uh, <laughs> M&M's in there and I chew and it's delicious and it's a, it's an assault on your senses. All right. This all this all makes a lot of sense to me. It's I, very delicious. I, I would believe this happens. Yeah. So no no trick-or-treaters anymore for me. Well, I can't this year because obviously, again, I'm going to be in the air. But my building actually does do a sign-up if you oh, want that's cool. to. But it's like – I've never been home. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always out, so I've never been home to actually hand out the candy. So yeah. I'll fill a bucket and I'll leave it at the door. And some asshole kid every year always has to take all the candy oh, and the bucket. See, that's thing. Yeah, you got to play by like, the what? rules, yeah. kids. We've it's had not that. Cool. My, the neighborhood I grew up in in Tustin, somebody would inevitably have that. Take one. And people would always take yeah. it. I would come upon that thing, and it's like take one. There's nothing there. Oh, who did it? Who did it? Sure. Yeah. Um, I, I would love to get some trick-or-treaters, but 
Where I live, I think that um, there's just a bunch of um, um, Airbnbers nowadays, oh. and so it's just really my apartment right. complex has kind of oh turned God. into a thing. Really? Yeah, we're gonna move soon. Oh so wow, that's it's interesting. Fine. Ooh, it's like, really... I can't even imagine being in that industry and having to tackle that issue. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, there's just a ton of people there. Come move to my hood. Yeah, I would like that. Yes, please. <laughs> I would like that. So we're thinking about it. All right. For the record, my favorite candy of all time. Yes. No contest. Reese's. Reese's. Yeah. Reese's, Reese's peanut pieces. Cups. No, oh, no. Reese's, Reese's peanut, peanut butter cups. I do yeah. like myself some. Uh, I I really like Reese's pieces. I also I don't even know if they make them anymore. The peanut butter M and M's. I was very into that. Those are you'll good. No, yeah. You'll notice a theme here. Anything with peanut butter, I'll probably eat. But the, the caramel M and M's I've I've really, really enjoyed lately. Yeah. I like the dark chocolate ones. Oh yeah. Dark Those chocolate are good. peanut. Mm-hmm. And I think that I've had the pretzel ones, which are okay. Oh yeah, yeah, those are good. I I'm like, like that. kind of into that, mm-hmm. but. Reese's peanut butter cups, like hands down. I don't yeah. think there's anything better out there. Yeah, I think you asked me the question on like what was my favorite. Like, I might go with Twix. Okay, Twix I love and Kit Kat. Kit Kats are really good. And well, I know it's peanut M and M's. I know I said that because that's what I always go to. Mm. I change my mind. You can change all your of mind. it. <laughs> now you're the, cheating. Thi- the thing with Halloween, though, this is this is what I do like to do. I like to get a bunch, and I like to get the little ones yeah, yeah. and so pour them all out on the table, and so you just have a bunch of things. Have a little bit of everything. But for, yes, peanut M and M's are my all time favorite. But um, yeah, if I if I had my druthers, I would have a bunch. You're out trick or treating. Mm-hmm. What is the last thing in the world you want someone to put in your trick or treat bag? Toothbrush and toothpaste. Oh. Come on, stop that. Stop that. <laughs> is that is that something that really happens? Yes. Why? Oh my god. Who because do, because inevitably that? there would be some adult that's a wet blanket. <laughs> I didn't that's even like, think about They're gonna be thing. eating a lot of chocolate tonight, so I'm gonna give them a yeah. Oh my god, are you kidding me? I, I am not going to say my neighbor's name because <laughs> my neighbor's son is on Facebook with me and 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 we still keep in touch. But they would give the little tiny travel size toothbrush Aww. and toothpaste in trick-or-treating. I feel like and I always <laughs> always like and my friend to his credit was extremely embarrassed and was like, Dad, what are you doing? And I think I like, that nowadays, because I'm like a constantly traveling adult, I would probably appreciate that. And I'm also neurotic about my teeth. But yeah. that's that's ridiculous. You just don't do that. I forgot. When, you're, yeah. when I was thinking about an answer to that question myself, I immediately went to like, you know, like taffies and gummy candies because mm-hmm. I don't really like those that much. Or like sweet tarts. Who wants to get a thing of sweet tarts Yeah, in their sweet bag? tarts I'm with you. Really, yeah. the objects are the worst. We had people who used to put like dollar bills in your bag and it's like – I'll take I'll take cash. Don't get me wrong. I but don't think – Apples? As a kid, did you get yeah, the apples? we got apples too. Yeah. But as a kid, it's like probably the one and only time I didn't want to get my hands on cold hard cash was right. Halloween night. Like yeah. just give me a good candy. I just want candy. Yeah. Candy is just the way to go Halloween. I'm never doing the toothbrush and the toothpaste. You're getting candy at my house, OK? <laughs> when you come – and there's not going to be any bowl and just take one. No, I'm going to be there dressed up and most likely I'm going to scare your yes. children. I'm going to set up a Halloween something. <laughs> Or other, I did this at my party. One of my favorite thing. I had the uh, Halloween spooktacular seven years in a row when I lived at a townhouse. Seven years we did 
a Halloween party. And every year I had these French doors that would go out to the back. I would put Jason Voorhees there with a strobe light and it would get people every time they would come to get a drink because I would put it right in front of those French doors and then the light would go on and there's the hockey mask and people would lose their mind and it was the best and I miss that. Man, I yeah. hope you had a hidden camera there. I know. It was, back, it was back in 2002, uh, 2003. All right, all right. So it was so like it was technology like, wasn't it was really like there. before YouTube even was yeah. like the hot, hot hit Exactly. It is. I don't before, think there was. Before the social media days. There was really, I think MySpace was then, you know, it's like, and, and yeah, we all know what actually, happened. Actually, that makes sense. I was probably decorating a very elaborate aim profile at that point in my life. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're out of time today, Riley. Oh, but thank thanks. you for indulging me today. This was of so course. much fun. That was the best. You got all the <laughs> Halloween movies that I like to watch. You got the candy. You got the costumes. You got Leia stories. You got ghost stories. Happy to be here. We Thank you for having me. We reconnect about more ghost stories at some point. You know oh, yeah. I love to pick your brain about that. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say again, thank you so much for filling in for Haley this week. My pleasure. So nice to have you. Haley will be back the next time around, and she's going to have so much fantastic best news for I us. Know. I can't even. That's awesome. Where can everybody find you on the YouTubes, um, the, the socials, all that stuff? The YouTubes and the socials. You can find me at Riley Around on Twitter and Instagram. Collider Live is every day, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m., PST or PT as it were. Riley Roundtable drops every Thursday. And then what else do I do? Rule of two on Mondays. Live at 5 p.m. My God, I had to go through the list. There you it is. You don't do enough, Riley. Yeah, yeah right? Enough. Yeah, neither do you, Perry. Get to work. I, yeah, I've, <laughs> I've got like so much free time after this. You do, uh, right. You can find all my stuff on Twitter and Instagram at PNMROF. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful Halloween month ahead of you. Yes. You have officially survived the witching hour. <laughs> Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. Stay little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.